Welcome, I'm Doug Morgan, and you're listening to Uncommon Sense, where we hunt for the truth in the topics you're not supposed to talk about, Christianity and politics. I have been waiting for 100 days to do this podcast. (laughs) Uh, I had a liberal friend post uh, the campaign promises of the first 100 days of Joe Biden, soon after he was elected. And I told him that he should repost that post after the 100 days, just to see how many that Joe Biden actually accomplished. He actually didn't end up doing that. And so I thought, well, why not do a podcast on it, right? So here we are. Uh, There should be no excuses for Joe Biden since the Democrats control both houses of the legislature. The, and the other thing is that, that he should accomplish these things through the legislature, you know, actually making them into actual law and not executive orders. Those can be easily reversed, uh, as the Obama administration found out. <laughs> they basically said, hey, we don't even need the legislature. We're just going to do executive order everything. And, of course, Donald Trump came in and said, well, very, thank you very much, because he, review, he reversed a lot of that stuff. So uh, executive orders are just, in effect, basically during that administration and, uh, and, and, and then not really, in, in effect, law. So um, one of the things that we've seen from Joe Biden has been that he's signed more than 60 executive actions, with 23 of those being directed directed at, at reversing those um, of Donald Trump and the, and the Donald Trump administration. Um, Biden's first 100 days uh, is, is something that we, we're going to take a look at and we're going to kind of see which ones he has and hasn't done. Uh, this article uh, came from an Associated Press article on uh, April 26th, and and you can see this article. I mean, it seems like everybody picked this article up. So if you wanted to research this, uh, basically you're just reading the same story over and over and over again. But um, but here here it is. Here's here's what he did and his key promises from the campaign on immigration, uh, on on raising the the refugee cap, uh, cap of 125,000, uh, up from the 15,000 set by President Donald Trump. The administration is nowhere close. <laughs> surprise, surprise, right? The White House first said it would stick to Trump's 15,000 cap due to humanitarian concerns, they said. After facing backlash from the Democrats, though, it shifted gears and said Biden would increase, uh, would increase the historically low cap on refugees set by Trump, but probably not all the way to 62,500 that Biden previously had planned. And the numbers actually admitted this year are going to be a lot closer to 15,000. <laughs> so no change there whatsoever. Uh, on the uh, promised surge of humanitarian resources to the border, the promise to encourage public-private uh, partnerships to deal with the increase in migration there. Well, uh, some is happening, but not really. The Department of Homeland Security has deployed the Federal Emergency Management Agency to help deal with the crisis, a major increase of border arrivals. And uh, Biden signed an executive order asking officials to prepare plans for using humanitarian resources there. He has yet to establish any new public-private partnerships. 
and the largest number of unaccompanied children ever at the border create created a massive overcrowding at Customs and Border Protection facilities and set off a mad scramble for temporary space at, uh, you know, convention centers, military bases, and, and other large venues. Uh, and I would even say Vice uh, President Kamala Harris, uh, who was put in charge of coordinating with the states uh, and their response to the border crisis and COVID-19, uh, has only made, get this, one Zoom meeting. That was it. And she contributed nothing to the meeting. Uh, when When the White House was asked about this, they said she has more important things to do than our crisis at the border that isn't a crisis, but is a crisis. And anyway, uh, to make things worse, she put New York Governor Cuomo in charge of the meetings. I mean, if you, if you want somebody to be in charge of something having to do with COVID-related type activity, Governor Cuomo is probably your worst choice. But Anyway, that, that we'll move on. Uh, on reforming the U.S. asylum system, not done at all. Uh, Biden signed an executive order in February uh, directing his officials to craft strategies for migration, including refugees and asylum seekers. But Biden has promised to unveil a new humanitarian asylum system, but he and his aides have been mum on timing and offered no specifics. The Biden administration has eliminated some of the Trump-era policies, like the requirement that new asylum seekers need to wait at Mexico, <laughs> you know, like not come into the country, but has kept a controversial Trump-era policy uh, that allows Custom and Border Protection to expel undocumented migrants to avoid the spread of COVID-19. And Biden has yet to articulate a plan to manage asylum followers, uh, you know, beyond proposing billions of dollars to be spent to address its roots cause in Central America. That's it. I mean, that's, that's all that's been done. On delivering a comprehensive immigration reform bill to Congress within his first 100 days, well, guess what? That's the first one that's been done. He did uh, deliver a comprehensive immigration reform bill uh, to Congress. Of course, Congress hasn't acted on it. Uh, on ending travel restrictions on people from a number of Muslim, they call it Muslim majority countries. <laughs> That's been done. Um, first of all, these countries were had really high COVID rates, and maybe half of them were Muslim, but of course it was a political football, so you had to call them Muslims because Trump was, you know, racist or something. So anyway, he allows those people in. He did, he did put travel restrictions on some other countries that didn't have very high COVID things, but anyway, that's a whole other issue. On stopping funding to build the border wall, that's been done. So he stopped the funding of the of the border wall um, <laughs> on reversing Trump's public charge uh, ruled uh, discouraging immigrants from using public benefits. Well, that's been done. So basically what he did was um, he has has now made it uh, basically like one of the priorities to make sure that illegal aliens uh, get uh, a lot of tax dollars. Uh, on restoring the Obama-era principle of uh, deporting foreigners who uh, are seen as you know, posing a national security threat or having committed crimes in addition to uh, the crime of, il uh, of illegal entry, well, that's been done. So uh, basically, it, it, you have to have, to, to get deported, you have to have committed some other crime other than, you know, 
the crime of entering the country illegally. <laughs> so on freezing deportations uh, for 100 days, the administration attempted to do it, but it was blocked by the courts, of course. On streamlining and uh, improving the nationalization process for green card holders, well, this is in progress, but not done. Uh, President Biden signed an executive order again in February ordering a plan to improve the naturalization process. And the Department of Homeland Security has since revoked some Trump-era rules and reverted to the 2008 version of the U.S. civics test for applicants, which is considerably easier than the one Trump revised. So so Trump basically went back to some you know real history and, and this type of thing for the civics test. And uh, we've, we've reverted back to the Obama era uh, type test. Uh, on ending family separation and creating a task force to reunite families separated at the border, not done. President Biden signed executive orders, again, executive orders, ending the policy and establishing a task force uh, focused on reuniting families. The task force is making slow progress as it pours over thousands of records. So just not, not nothing happening on that front. On ordering a new review of temporary protected status, uh, no review has been ordered. But Biden's Department of Homeland Security has granted TPS with uh, Venezuelans and Burmese uh, and extended it to uh, Syrians and extended a related program to Libyans. So there's, there's a little bit of movement on that, on that front, just not, not anything almost at all. Uh, on con- uh, convening a regional meeting of leaders, including officials from El Salvador, Guatemala, Honduras, Mexico, and Canada, to address the factors driving uh, migration and propose a regional uh, resettlement solution, well, this hasn't yet been completed. Uh, Vice President uh, Kamala Harris, who has uh, been tasked with dealing with the root cause of migration, has spoken to the leaders of Mexico and Guatemala, but no regional meeting is on the horizon at all. Um, you know, this would be a real easy one. You know, you, you just don't promise people you can come in and, and, and not be deported. I mean, that's basically what Trump did. And, and, uh, we didn't, we didn't see any problems there. Uh, now, um, everybody's coming over because they've been promised, Hey, you can just come in. Uh, so that's, that, that would be an easy one. Uh, this, um, on the, on the protecting those, uh, often described as dreamers, the DACA guys, the young, uh, immigrants, uh, brought to the U S undocumented, uh, by Obama, um, by, and by their parents and families, by, um, reinstating DACA, the old Obama air policy, defending them uh, from deportation. Well, the Homeland Security uh, Secretary, uh, Mayorkas, uh, he said in March, his agency was issuing a rule to preserve and fortify DACA. But the policy faces a Texas court challenge that could invalidate the protections for those often described as dreamers. So uh, they've made, made some progress in that area, but it looks like it may just completely be reversed anyway. On ensuring the person, personal and immigration of customs enforcement uh, and within customs and, and border protection abide by professional standards and are held accountable for inmate treatment, well, Biden in, in included funding for training and uh, uh, investigating misconduct in his immigration bill. And in the budget, he proposed to Congress and his administration has faced questions 
about allegations of abuse in at least one Texas facility, which is being investigated. So, um, you know, he, he, he is looking into some of that and that will give him a pass on that on ending, uh, prolonged migration detention and, uh, invested investing in a case management system, uh, to, uh, to process people. Well, there's been no announcement of added investments in case management systems. There's nothing, nothing going on there. The administration did roll out plans to release parents and children within 72 hours of their arrival in the U S in March. And officials subsequently acknowledge that hundreds of children have been held by border patrol for much longer. And this is due to an increase in the unaccompanied minors arriving uh, at the border and a lack of facilities to house them. I mean, this is just an absolute crisis. And there, and 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 we're seeing more and more and more people, and particularly children, uh, unaccompanied children, because uh, you know they're being used as mules, basically. Hey, uh, you know, um, if I can get a child uh, to come along with me, then I have a whole lot better chance of uh, of getting into the U.S. if I uh, do get picked up. So, uh, so let's move on to domestic policy on uh, reversing a transgender military ban. Hey, guess what? It's been done. So transgenders are um, uh, are welcome in the military now. And in fact, uh, they're even uh, paying for their surgeries if they want to do that. Uh, on establishing a police oversight board, uh, this was abandoned. Uh, the Biden administration said it was, um, you know, scrapping that whole idea of, of that, of that oversight board after uh, consultations with civil rights groups and police unions that said it would be counterproductive, as they put it. So he uh, that on that particular promise, he has scrapped that idea. On uh, directing the attorney general to deliver a list of recommendations uh, for uh, restructuring the Bureau of Alcohol, Tobacco, Firearms, and Explosives, along with other Justice Department agencies to better enforce gun laws, nothing has been done on that front yet. And uh, again, a lot of these are, if, if, he, if he's failing to do them, I'm all in favor of him failing to do them. Okay. So, but anyway, nothing's been done yet on uh, directing the FBI to issue a report on delays in background checks for gun purchases. This has not been done yet on reauthorizing the violence against women act. Now this will require congressional action and he hasn't gotten that through on signing the, uh, the Equality Act. This will require congressional action as well. And again, he hasn't done that. On creating a cabinet level working group that is focused on promoting union organizing, tasking, uh, tasked with delivering a plan to increase union density and address economic inequality. This has not been done yet. Switching over to COVID-19 on uh, rejoining the World Health Organization or the WHO after the Trump administration left it. Uh, this has not been done yet. And to be perfectly honest with you, um, or I, they, they put it in here that this has been done, but we never really left the World Health Organization. Trump said we were going to, uh, and he set a date, but of course he didn't get reelected, so that didn't go through. Uh, and so we never really left them but that's a whole other issue on ensuring 100 million vaccines have been administered before the end of the first 100 days. Uh, this was done. And of course, Trump had those projections. It was already set in place. He didn't do anything. That was an easy one to, to cover on increasing access uh, to testing and establishing a pandemic testing board. Well, that's been done. So he, he did get that done, but again, that was already in place. So he just kind of 
watched it happen on on issuing a mask mandate on federal property and asking Americans to wear masks for 100 days. Hey, he did that. <laughs> he actually asked somebody to you know wear their mask for 100 days. All right. On extending nation, nationwide restrictions on home uh, evictions and foreclosures, you know, that's been done. So he's continued to really mess with with those landlords, particularly the small ones that can't really afford to have their their people not pay them rent. Um, they can they can continue to not pay them rent, and it's okay. Um, on continuing to pause student loan payments, that's been done. So again, if you have a student loan payment, you don't have to be working on that at this point. On uh, safely reopening a a majority of K-8 schools, according to data collected by um, Burbio, a school tracking site, uh, as of April 18th, 62% of schools were offering in-person learning every day. Uh, It is unclear what percentage of those schools are elementary schools. And be honest with you, again, this is not a federal thing. I mean, this is, he's, he's actually um, done a lot to keep those closed and, or, or online anyway, online only. And, and it's, it's states that are uh, in charge and, and, and at the local level that are, that are in charge of, of opening those schools. So uh, not really anything that he's been doing there, but, you know, we'll give him a pass. On pushing for passage of a, a $1.9 trillion COVID-19 relief legislative package. This has been done. The bill was passed in March, as we know. Uh, moving on to climate. Uh, on uh, rescinding the Keystone XL oil pipeline permit, uh, protecting the, uh, Ant- uh, the the Arctic National Wildlife Pres- uh, Reserve. And, and again, that's a whole misnomer there of protecting it. But anyway, we'll get into that uh, this time. Uh, rejoining the Paris Climate Agreement and embracing uh, the uh, Kigley Agreement to the Montreal Protocol uh, to reduce harmful hydrofluorocarbons, or HFCs. Uh, this has been done. So uh, if, if, you, uh, if, if you like your, your gas prices to go up, you don't want the Keystone Pipeline, uh, then uh, that's, uh, that's been done. On uh, convening the Climate World Summit, and persuading nations to set more ambitious emissions pledges. And that's been done. <laughs> you can't get much you know, lower than a lot of these countries. I mean, their goals for the, that kind of emission standards are super, super low. They're increasing, in fact. And, and so to say that, that you, know, you want to convene a, a summit to talk about that is, you know, uh, I, I guess it's something on banning new oil and gas leases on federal land and offshore waters. Uh, this was sort of done. Uh, <laughs> Biden has imposed an indefinite met, uh, moratorium on the new oil and gas leases on federal lands and waters. So, you know, it's a moratorium, I guess it's indefinite and it can be reversed any time, but yeah, okay. So he sort of did it on uh, reversing the Trump rollbacks of 100 public health and environmental rules, uh, nothing but an executive order has been done. Um, Biden signed an executive order uh, on inauguration day, ordering a review of some of Trump era rules uh, on the environment, public health, and science, and and has begun the process of rolling back some of them, but uh, really almost nothing has been done but the executive order. All right, on the economy, 
uh, on the rollback of Trump's 2017 cuts to uh, corporate tax rates. Um, the uh, uh, this is in progress, as they say. Uh, Biden has proposed raising the corporate tax rate uh, to 28% from 21%. Um, and that was set by uh, Trump in 2017, overhaul of the tax code. And uh, you're gonna, you are going to see, I mean, he hasn't really done anything but propose the, the tax increases. And of course, you saw the stock market uh, really take a, a deep dive because of this the other day. Um, and, and, and he's, he's definitely going to, uh, not just reverse the tax cuts that we received, but he's also going to impose, uh, tax hikes. And so it, it's, it's coming down the pike. He just hasn't quite done it yet in his first hundred days, as he promised on providing $2,000 in direct payments, uh, as part of the COVID-19 relief. Uh, this has been done if you add everything together. So the, the aid package, approved right before Biden became president, uh, offered $600 in direct payments to eligible Americans. And and again, that was kind of more a Trump thing, but okay, we'll give it to him. Biden said the, the payment should have been 2000 And so in the $1.9 trillion uh, relief package uh, passed in March, it included $1,400 in additional direct payments which the prior, you know, if you add the two together, 600 and 1400, it comes up to 2000. So uh, he, he, he made his deal that of course on the backs of our children and grandchildren, because they're going to be paying the national debt on that, uh, on uh, ordering a review of us supply chains. Hey, that's been done. He's ordered a review. <laughs> All right. Foreign policy. Let's move to that on the promise to end the forever wars in Afghanistan and the Middle East and terminate U.S. involvement in Yemen civil war. Uh, this is in progress. He hasn't finished it yet, but he is in progress. Biden announced that the American uh, troop withdrawal from Afghanistan will begin May 1st, uh, May Day, which kind of is interesting, and that the redeployment would be done no later than September 1st, or I'm sorry, September 11th. Those two dates are interesting um, that he would pick those dates. But anyway, Biden also announced that he was ending American support for the five-year Saudi Arabian-led military offensive in Yemen. On putting human rights at the center of foreign policy, which is what he promised to do, he has uh, done nothing, including, uh, get this, to, he, hasn't, he hasn't even held Saudi Arabia's crown prince Mohammed bin uh, Salman, uh, directly responsible for the killing of the U.S.-based journalist Kamal um, uh, Khashoggi, even after the, publica uh, the publication of U.S. intelligence showing that Salman approved of the hit. So the crown prince approved of the assassination of a, of a U.S.-based journalist, and he hasn't even... He hasn't even said anything about it. He hasn't held him responsible in any way. So he's actually doing the opposite of putting human rights at the center of foreign policy. On improving relations with allies who had rocky relations with Trump, uh, this has been mostly accomplished um, in, 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 I guess, in, in, in small ways. Uh, allies like uh, Canada's Justin Trudeau and Germany's um, Angela Merkel, who, who had stormy relationships with Trump, have 
have praised uh, Biden for his efforts reclaiming U.S. leadership on climate issues, and leaders in the Indo-Pacific uh, have been pleased by uh, early efforts to um, at the coordination with China <laughs> and, and uh, Biden and China. That is that should be no surprise to you uh, on reversing the. Uh, embrace of dictators and tyrants like Putin and Kim Jong-un, sort of, not really, uh, has he um, held up his promise. Uh, Biden has levied two rounds of sanctions against Russians. Um, His administration declined to be uh, measured in its approach to Putin and said that he's um, interested in finding areas where the U.S. and Russia can find common ground. Biden's team acknowledged that they have sort of re-engaged with North Korea, but have been rebuffed. So in effect, again, he's not really done what he's promised. He's actually doing the opposite. On quickly rejoining the nuclear deal with Iran, so so long as Tehran comes back to, um, you know, comes back into compliance, uh, indirect talks under are underway with some of the other people that were involved, like Britain and Germany and France and China and Russia and things like that. Um, but uh, basically, um, Iran doesn't want to, uh, uh, to to talk with us anymore about it. And, they, and they're just going about uh, what they want to do. They just recently, in fact, enriched uh, some Iranian, uh, uranium, I'm sorry, <laughs> Iran, uranium, uh, to its highest uh, purity ever. On recognizing World War One era atrocities against uh, Armenians uh, as genocide. Well, this has been done. Uh, as of a, uh, as a candidate, Biden said, if elected, he'd make it U.S. policy to recognize the killings and mass deportations uh, by the Ottoman Empire, which put that force on hundreds and thousands of Armenians more, um, more than a, a century ago. And it is something Past presidents have avoided doing out of concern of angering uh, strategic ally Turkey. Uh, Biden followed through, though, on his promise um, on the annual um, commemoration of the Armenian Genocide Remembrance Day, and Tur- Tur- Turkey at that point swiftly condemned the move. So the, these are just uh, the, the the major uh, promises that uh, President Joe Biden made during his campaign, and he said he would accomplish in the first 100 days. And if we go down the list, uh, you're going to see that not much has been done, if at all, and a lot, and even some of those that are, are he's actually going backwards on them. So, anyway, it looks like uh, you know if you if this was a test that he was taking, he'd get an F on it uh, because he just has not been able to get, get anything through. Even though, like I say, he has both houses of um, of the legislature. So there should be absolutely no reason why he can't get this done, uh, get these things done. I, I am, I'm actually happy in many uh, instances that he's not getting these things done. Uh, Cause a lot of these things I think are uh, very destructive for a nation, but, uh, but you know, like I say, he's, he's not getting them done. And, uh, and that's where we're at after the first 100 days. Love to hear from you, and you can always get a hold of us here. Uh, and uh, you can go on to Facebook, you can go on to Instagram, uh, and you can um, you know correspond with us there, or you can go directly to our website on commonsensepodcast.com. Thank you for listening.